ready. Ladies and gentlemen, you are going to be thrown against the rope, slammed through a table, and come begging back for more as the Ringmasters, Adrian Heaton and Sean Bradley, keep you up to date on all current events with Pro Wrestling. Hello, wrestling fans. This is Adrian Hedden. And this is Sean Bradley. And we're the Ringmasters here with our sixth episode of uh, analysis and news in the world of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Let's get right to it, Sean. Um, we had Monday Night Raw just a few days ago. Um, what happened? Uh, Raw was live from Greenville, South Carolina at the Bond Secures Wellness Arena on Monday, May 12th. Uh, we had, uh, starting out, we had a, a Shield promo. Right. Uh, the continuing. They're challenging uh, Evolution to a match. They, they wanted to challenge Evolution to a match at the upcoming mm-hmm. pay- pay- payback yep. pay-per-view. It's going to be three-on-three three again, huh? Mm-hmm. So we're just going to keep going. I mean, we had predicted that maybe they'd split it up into a few different matches. Yeah. But it looks like they're just, I mean, they just, the Evolution must just want another shot at these guys. Yeah. Well, they didn't say exactly how they were going to do it. They just challenged them to a sure. match. So sure. we could see the three. You see know, it broken uh, up a little bit. Broken up a bit. Or we could just see this three-on-three three It's a good six-man tag match. Again. Regardless... Uh, I hope they add stipu- I hope they add a stipulation this time mm-hmm. around. Just another kind of three singles matches. Sure. Eh. sure. You know, I would love to see like stipulations with some of these. Yeah. Maybe they could do all three matches if they have three individual matches. Have it be stip- each half a stipulation. What something. kind of stipulations do you think would be best for the matchups? Uh, I think like a Triple H versus like a Roman Reigns yeah. kind of match would That's be. That's like, what everyone wants to see. It would be cool as like a. I don't know a last man standing match. Last or man standing Triple H yeah. versus Reigns. Yeah. But then, but then, which we'll get into in a minute. There's already one of those on right. the show. So right, right. I, I don't know. I don't know if they would do stipulations or if they would just do all all three uh, uh, singles matches. Re- regardless of what the stipulations are and what the what the uh, what no kind of matches there are. All, yeah. I mean, Roman Reigns one on one with the Cerebral Assassin. And maybe they'll save that be, for for SummerSlam. That's going to be an that awesome match. That would make match. more sense. That's true, yeah. I mean, you know? it'd be cool to see the three go against the other three, you know, kind of building the rivalry leading up into SummerSlam. I mean, Payback's a, it's a pay-per-view, but it's not a, not as yeah. big as SummerSlam. So yeah. we'll see what goes on with that. And SummerSlam isn't until August. Mm-hmm. So they've still got June, yeah. they got June, July, and then they have July in the middle, yeah. and then they have August. Okay. So And you know the Shield is after Evolution. I mean, uh, it's... You know, we saw in Raw, you know, a limo pulls up with uh, Triple H in there, and, and the Shield just attacked the heck scurried out back, yeah. and they just took just out Triple beat H. the heck out of him, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he got what he deserved. Yeah. I mean, you know that the Shield, when it comes to backstage and in the audience and all that, I mean, they're good in the ring, but that's where they're in their element, mm-hmm. backstage, you know, sneaking around yeah. the opportunists, yeah. Hounds of Justice. So we'll see what happens with that, but... Okay. Um, Next, we had an RVD and a match against Jack Swagger. Okay, yeah, this is a good match to have. You know, yeah. they've uh, sort of uh, had flashes of uh, competition uh, leading up to it. Um, obviously, RVD with Cesaro, the, that whole rivalry, Jack uh-huh. Swagger thrown in the mix. Yeah. And uh, Swagger's never really come out on top. He's never really been the main no, focus of these no, matches. So it's good to see um, RVD having to take him out or having to, having to take it to... Jack yeah. Swagger. But, but of then, course... But then, too, though... As usual. The match, RVD beat Jack Swagger, but I guess this kind of... What we had at the last pay-per-view was just this elimination match sure. between the three, but then it kind of moved on to to Coulter and Swagger against Adam Rose, the debuting Adam Rose. He debuted last week. So Zeb Coulter is going to be managing Adam Rose? No, no, no. Zeb Coulter is just still going to be managing Swagger, but I'm saying Rose is feuding with Swagger. Oh, I and, see. Okay. And yeah. RVD came out for a match with Jack Swagger, and then 
just right after the bell. The Exotic uh, Express. The Exotic Express Ugh, and Adam Rose. Party bus. Exactly. What came a out gimmick. What a distracted, gimmick. Uh, distracted swagger and... RVD got the pin with the uh, frog splash in the super kick. I mean, whenever a match ends, I mean, I know there's a little dis- distraction, a little uh, interference in this, but any match that ends with a five-star frog splash is a good one to me. Uh, well, Beautiful dude, move. it was hardly a match. It was like 30 seconds long because <laughs> they just, it was just this thing where they had Adam mm-hmm. Rose come out and do, hit the distraction. Yep. So I think we'll probably see Adam Rose's wrestling debut at the pay-per-view. Sure. It looks like he's gun- gunning for uh, Jack Swagger. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm kind of worried that maybe RVD is going to get thrown aside here and uh, yeah, we'll just they, see Swagger and Rose. But yeah. I'm interested to see what uh, what they're going to do with Robbie and Dan. They've built him up quite a bit here in the past few weeks. Yeah, they've had a good thing, you know, in I guess it's insane. I should say wrestling wise, okay, but like an interesting idea going on with him and him and Cesaro. Right. And uh, now to have him like being a, just an angle. Really, this wasn't a match. It was more like an angle. Right. Uh, now what are they going to do with RVD? Right. You know? I mean, I, I'd say he keeps feuding with Cesaro. He needs hopefully. something to do. Yeah. He keeps feuding with Cesaro. I mean, Cesaro is uh, Paul Heyman's new guy, and yeah. uh, RVD is uh, Paul Heyman's original guy. I mean, uh-huh. his, he owes his whole career to Paul Heyman, and it's Pretty really much, interesting yeah. to see this kind of rivalry panning out. I think it was a really good angle for the writers. Yeah. To go go via the manager. It's kind of old school. A little bit, yeah. It kind of makes me think of uh, Hulk Hogan and uh, what's it, the classy Freddie Blassie and all that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he was, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan was brought over to Japan by classy Freddie Blassie. Oh, yeah. sold, uh, uh, I believe it might have been Abdullah the Butcher. I could oh, be wrong. God. Uh, and they had a like just ridiculous brawl, and yeah, Hulk Hogan well, that's Abdullah for you. He became a star overnight. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan did in Japan. And like, yeah, I mean these hardcore matches really put people over. I mean, yeah. the, I mean if it wasn't for Triple H and McFoley's uh, rivalry back back in the early two thousands, yeah, I don't think Triple H would be nearly as, as seen as tough yeah. as he was. You know, when you're taking out McFoley in a barbed yeah. wire bat on fire, yeah, the street fights and all that. I mean, that, so yeah, I'm not surprised at all that uh that that's how Hogan made it. Yeah, and, and I don't know. It was just a little anecdote about Freddie Blassie because I just thought that was really interesting that like he brought him over and like mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan was just yeah. Like, I mean that's an old know. school theme, you know. The managers kind of driving the uh, the promotions. Um, yeah. You know, with the people like The Rock and Stone Cold, we had a little bit less of that. Unfortunately, with so. you know with Zeb Coulter and Jack Swagger, I think Zeb Coulter and Cesaro had a good thing going. But yeah. how can we see Coulter influence? Swagger and have him get somewhere because they need, you know, we've got to see. And Swagger dude, we could talk about for hours about the idea of the whole manager because the manager, the whole idea of the manager is the person who's supposed to lead their, their client or whatever right. to, the, to, the, to mm-hmm. a title. And manager hasn't really been around. It's, it's you been know, kind and, of fading a little it bit. Has yeah. for it's a good long to time, see yeah. Heyman and uh, Coulter. And a lot, there's been a lot more managers lately. Yeah. And I think it adds a really unique dimension yeah, to a lot does. of wrestlers when they have that guy at ringside who's trying to pump them up, making sure that or, they're doing well the women, match. women like Cheating. Lana, you know. Yeah, well, you know, that's, I think that's kind of how they got away from a little bit when they brought in, uh, you know, people like Deborah with uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett well, back in the day. The it became, it became, like became a whole eye candy thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it started with Macho Man with Miss Elizabeth. But uh, it's good to see some actual managers coming in there and actually making a difference in the storyline. Yeah, yeah. So. And uh, so we'll see what they do with we'll Adam Rose to yeah. kind of tie it back here. We'll see what they do with Adam Rose and Jack yeah. Swagger. They might have a match at Payback, which all signs seem to indicate that. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it would be a grudge after he screwed um, him up. So we had Paige against Alicia Fox. Paige beat Alicia Women's Fox division with the, the Paige Jenner. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alicia Fox, before the match, she cut this promo saying that, just like everybody else had been saying, that nobody likes nobody Paige. Nobody likes Paige. Paige, Paige was lucky that she won the title. Make fun of her for being too pale, for yeah. being too dark, and it's like, 
you know, the, the, Paige could very well be the catalyst of the women's division. You Pretty know, much, she's coming up, like, she's, you know, the I mean, center, yeah. Obviously, she's in great shape. She's really well conditioned, just like any other she's wrestler. She's just but, as deserving as... as but, yeah, she's, know, she's not else. a model like all the others. Yeah. She's a little bit deeper. And, uh, you know, I, I think the women's division has been sort of trying to come back, but it's all a bunch of brainless models kind of just dancing Well, at least the that's ring. been the stigma for the past decade or so. Yeah, but they've, they've, been, and they've been trying to overcome it, and I, I think that mm-hmm. Paige is finally going to be the catalyst to, like, Actually, reestablish some some integrity into, well, the, into what the wrestling. Was it, what was interesting about this match was, was it was more about Alicia Fox uh-huh. uh, than anybody because she she was super aggressive. She she hit a Northern Lights suplex and a modified surfboard submission uh-huh. on Paige. Yeah, I mean they're getting better with the moves. More technical wrestling is what we're seeing here. And then after the match, just Fox Alicia Fox just went crazy, just went nuts. And then on the app. Uh, on the WWE app, she like supposedly like quote unquote quit the WWE. Oh wow! Um, but then like she was on the show the next day or something. Yeah. So you never take those angles for how serious you know seriousness. Right. But the point is, is that like she clearly had a problem with Paige going exactly, into this match. I think exactly she's jealous. Right. Uh, you know, Alicia Fox is very prim and proper and uh, very clean up and you know obviously. Well, she's up. went off the deep end after yeah. this. Yeah. It's just I think Paige is coming in here as a nobody knows her. She's kind of a nobody. Alicia's uh-huh. been there for a while and uh, Paige is different than all the other divas and I, yeah. I don't think they like that. And I think they have a problem with that. Yeah. And uh, I think that Paige is going to have a, a long road ahead of her defending this title against a lot of women that don't like her. And speaking of that, we have just, nothing's been announced yet but, but I'm going to take a guess and say we'll probably see Paige versus Alicia Fox at the next pay-per-view. Sure, sure. I mean, there'll be some kind of match. I mean, they've been uh, really uh, promoting the women's division lately. We've yeah. seen women's title matches pretty much in every pay-per-view that I think we've yeah. had at least. And, uh, you know, it's just good to see the that. The matches on Raw and SmackDown have been pretty short. And, sure. And some of them have been more comedy than uh, than usual. Because I guess on this match, too, they had, like, the other the other divas, like, like uh uh, grading and like had scorecards for them. It's just it's totally ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. it made no sense. Like there's nothing so, to do with technical wrestling. Nothing to do with any kind to. of storyline involvement or or just the really or if it is, it's really sloppy and stupid. Yeah, I mean a lot of the storylines are sort of based around just bullying and it's just yeah. it's just getting kind of old. And I think Paige is going to be the one to kind of rise above that. Yeah, so we'll see what they do with with Paige and Alicia yeah. Fox. I think you actually give Alicia Fox a personality. Like sure, you know, sure. have her go. You know. She got over. I mean, the audience reaction, they see yeah. that happen, and that tends to put wrestlers over and get them a little more high profile uh-huh. um, you know, spots Give in, them, in the show. Give them you know, a personality or at least a, an emotion to use. In sure. a, you know, like a director says, What's my emotion for this scene? Like, that's the same thing. Right. Give a, a wrestler a personality and emotion for this particular idea. I mean, everybody wants to you win, know? you know, and so it's better when they have more of a, more of a grudge, I guess. Yeah, or, or an incentive or a incentive. reason. Give them a reason to care and yeah. we'll care. Yeah. You know, wrestling is definitely more than a competition. So <laughs> yeah, so we had uh, yeah, the big news of the Daniel big Bryan. news of the week of the not past. Good. No, not at all. Daniel, he came out. Uh, he had been in this rivalry with Kane for the oh, last yeah. couple of weeks. He yep. wanted uh, extreme rules. Wanted extreme rules. Kane's uh, been out to get him. Kane's been targeting his neck, mm-hmm. trying to cause an injury, trying to break the bone, but, break the tendons. Uh, we don't know yet exactly why, <laughs> but Daniel Bryan had to announce on Monday that he's going to have next surgery. Uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday. He's having surgery on Thursday tomorrow. Yeah, um, and he's going to be out indefinitely. I mean, the guy just got the world title at WrestleMania. Yeah, defended it once at, at, at Extreme Rules, and it's just it's just tragic. It like is. He might he might have to. I mean, he isn't forfeiting the belt yet. We'll see how he does uh, medically, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's heartbreaking. It like, is. Who's, if if this if he if he has to forfeit the belt, Triple H will just be the evolution, the yeah. authority is just going to be back on top again. And there already yeah. there's already cracks in the armor with the whole rivalry with the Shield, and so this would kind of just. 
you know, this would make it tough for, I think, even for Shield to take over. I think, uh, and I think we'll come back to this. I want to talk a little bit more about this, too, in the news segment, too. Sure. Because, uh, yeah, we'll come back to this. I've got okay. more, a little bit more to say about come this. Come back to Daniel Bryan. Uh, John Cena and the <laughs> Usos, they, be, they uh, beat the Wyatt family. Uh, there was kind of a brawl at the beginning of the match. Uh, it kind of happens with the Wyatt family. They kind of just, you know, <laughs> just have been brawls a lot. Well, they're shit kickers, man. Uh, exactly. Uh, um, Cena, he locked in the STF on Rowan, but it got broken up by Bray Wyatt. And then uh, the Usos did this cool spot where they le- leaped <clears throat> over the top rope to Harper and Wyatt, and then Cena hit Rowan with the, the attitude adjustment. Like this cool, you know, multi-tandem Fireman group carry. spot. Yeah. Uh, and they got the pin. So, the, I mean, um, but to me, like, story-wise, like, with the Usos, now, I mean, John Cena's obviously Cena and the Wyatt family is the rivalry, and yeah. the Usos are the tag champions. When are they going to have their own storyline? The Usos? Yeah, when are they going to have Good their question. own rivalry? Yeah. Now, why are they being brought in as cavalry to yeah. help John Cena get over on, on the Wyatt family? I don't know. Like, I... I, uh, I mean, drop the belts or not, you know? Yeah. We could see the, they, the uh, Rowan and uh, Harper against the Usos at Give payback. Rowan and Harper the belts. Give Rowan and Harper the belts. That would be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. They deserve it. They work together well. They're a great tag team. Very mm-hmm. unique. Very much over with the audience. I think the Usos are kind of piddling out a little bit. You know, yeah. They're kind, of, they're kind of fading out. They should have won the belts at WrestleMania instead of the pay-per-view, instead of the pay-per-view beforehand. Yeah. Um, they... Uh, no, excuse me. They won them on Raw yeah. uh, before WrestleMania. Weekly they show. Won, Wasn't they even sh- a high-profile victory. Yeah, they uh, should have won them at WrestleMania. And now they're just kind of... They got beat down by Randy Orton and Batista a few weeks ago. Yeah. Tried to get their revenge, if you can call it that. Trying right. uh, against them. And st- still lost. And had right. disqualifications. And no real defenses to speak of. No real good right. tandem you know, team defenses to speak of. Uh, um, so, you know, maybe I think... They just needed two other people to team, you know, two other because oh, the Absolutely. Usos are over. The crowd loves the crowd. They do likes they do. the Usos, you know. And so if you put the the Usos with John Cena, the most you know one of the most over guys in the industry. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean it was a good. It was a good. You know. It was, they were good. Cavalry you need hated to bring villains, in. and you need over. You need uh, yeah. beloved good guys. So I just like to see the Usos get their own their own shot. Yeah. Put them in a TLC match so or something. Break them away from the t- from the from the uh, yeah. you know Tag artillery. Cavalry, like you said, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but like we said, the Usos and John Cena beat the Wyatt family. Uh, okay. This was all just to advance the story with John Cena and uh, the Wyatts. Yeah, he seems like he had a little bit more confidence after that. He's pretty yeah. afraid of Bray Wyatt. We can all tell. He's yeah. afraid of what he stands for and what his effect on the on the fan base will be, especially the children. Mm-hmm. And I think um, John Cena's been struggling with his own motivations. You know, yeah. struggling. He's really. Wyatt really got in his head with the with the whole children's choir thing a couple yeah, weeks yeah, ago, yeah. and true. you know just seeing John Cena walking off with with the Usos holding the belts up, you know I mean that's yeah you know it seems like maybe he's getting his confidence back. And yeah. you know John Cena is always the, there's been a lot of times where John Cena seems to be losing his confidence. Yeah, and this is one of those times. And I like just when he, he faced can, Brock Lesnar at uh, yeah. uh, Extreme Rules 2012. Well, he lost to the Rock at WrestleMania. Yeah, Ooh. you know Edge came out. That promo was great. Edge came out and said, yeah, I'm not even really supposed to be here. This was a couple of years ago uh, before Brock's re-debut in the WWE. He said, yeah, I'm not really supposed to be here, but just I'm going to give a pep talk to, you know, John Cena here. He said, you know, wake up. And, you know, it's just it's kind of the same idea where it's like Cena needs to, like, you know, we've seen Super Cena a billion times. Right. When they do this thing where it's like Cena, like, loses his confidence, you try to make the fans believe that, oh, man, maybe he, uh, uh, maybe he's not – you know, as up to par as he should be. And it's like, well, you yeah. know in the end, 
probably he's going to come out. You I mean, know, never count John Cena out. Exactly. He's always, he always pulls out the victory. You know, yeah. He always comes out on top most of the time. Yeah. Um, he's a great wrestler. And, uh, yeah, more on John Cena yeah. in a little bit. If the goal is to put John Cena over, or excuse me, if the goal is to put Bray Wyatt over, you know, I think from a promo standpoint, he's got that down. Sure. But from, like, a wrestling brawler, just, you know. Yeah. Awesome heel in a wrestling standpoint, they got to do more to get it that sure. part of a Sure, because the fans are kind of tuned for the Wyatts a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's a good idea right you now. Yeah, Brett Jim Ross, he he, uh, I think he talked about this on his podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I could be wrong, maybe on Twitter. Said you know you got to have heels. Heels aren't supposed to be liked. Heels no. aren't supposed to be aren't supposed yeah. to be uh, uh, cheered. They're supposed to be despised. Sure, sure. I mean, ever since the know? Attitude Era, with you know people like. You know, Even Stone before Cold that, Steve Austin and all that. I mean, the heels have been the the, the fans have really embraced the idea of the anti-hero. The like brawler. back in the '60s and '70s, fan, fans would hate bad guy wrestlers so much that they would torch their cars and just right. run them out of town. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like we don't see that anymore. No, you know, partly because because behind the scenes is so exposed that you know a lot of the people know that these are just people playing characters, which you know that takes away the mystique of oh, is this guy a really bad dude? Sure. You know what sure. I mean? So they got to do that much more. They got to do that much more to get, to, get the, to get the stories over, to get the actions in the ring over, to get the, the character over who's doing them. Yeah. You know, so John Cena, or excuse me, Bray Wyatt, he's got to really, it's, it's, it's hard, harder than it ever was for a bad guy to get over as a bad guy right, and not right. be cheered, you know. But we'll see what, they, what happens. You know, I hope... They keep continuing the feud. Yeah. You know, it, right now it's kind of at this sink or swim point. Mm-hmm. Uh, either do something awesome and keep going. Yeah. Or, I guess we'll have to look forward to know. Payback to see yeah. uh, if John Cena and Bray Wyatt are going to square off again. Yeah. I'm sure they will. I mean, Payback's kind of set up for these, you know, rematches. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see a good match. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. I think John Cena. got a Cena, last man standing match out of one that. One-on-one, I think John Cena's got Bray Wyatt easily. Yeah. You know, without the, the other Wyatt fans, without Rowan and Harper, I think uh, John Cena... I don't think uh, Wyatt stands a chance. Yeah. They put just, just a one-on-one match. Uh, well, it's not a one-on-one match. It's the last man standing oh, match. Oh, payback. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Still, so, still we'll if the Wyatt family are not at ringside, they should be banned. They John should Cena, be banned. John Cena will have ma- no problem dealing with Wyatt Wyatt. Because even in that cage match, they had the involvement of Bray. Absolutely. Up, of, uh, and the mind Rowan. games and, and it's the like, kids. It's like, you know, if the whole here. idea of the cage is to keep people out. Yeah. Uh, then do that. You know, Harper and Rome were like, Rowan at one point, or uh, Harper, excuse me, was like in the cage at one point. It's like the whole idea is to keep people out. Yeah, the other problem with the cage know. matches is there's no disqualification. So yeah. That's kind of yeah, the... it's just, you know, <laughs> there's got to be this definitive, like, like one on, purely one on one, no interference, no BS, you know, either Lance Van Standing or, because we know in a probably last man standing match, which there's no disqualifications in those, obviously, we'll probably see Harper and Rowan get involved in some way, you know, which effectively makes it three on one. Right. We need to see a, a purely one on one versus Bray White. Settle the score. Bray. Exactly. Who's the bigger man? Which maybe who's... they're all, maybe they're 10 steps ahead of us and have this all planned out to SummerSlam, which. Who knows? It'd be great. You know, SummerSlam's coming up. I, I think it's all all these feuds. A lot of these feuds that we've been talking about are gonna um, peak at, at SummerSlam. But uh, in the meantime, we've got payback coming up. John Cena versus Bray Wyatt in a last man standing match. So, so later in Raw, um, Triple H and Shield uh, cut a promo about the Shield. Or Triple, Triple H, H and Evolution, Evolution cut a promo about the Shield. Yeah. Um, just talked about them one on one. And what kinds of things yeah. was he saying about them? He, uh, I don't know. Just your basic like he had been saying, you know. You know, uh, like, uh, what's this line? Something about 
uh, adapt or perish, you know, that kind of like, yeah. just, he then cut the basic promo and just said, we want to take, you know, he had been talking about them one-on-one, like individually. And, and he didn't say, oh, we're going to have a match one-on-one, but like that seems to be uh, sure. the indication. So then the classic shield coming out through the audience. Yeah. Where are they? Where are they coming from? You know, the lights dim. Uh-huh. People know something's up. Shield comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Get the crap out of evolution. Yeah. Chase them off. So now later tonight, I mean, later in Raw, I mean, uh, we're going to see a good match. Challenge yeah. Reigns to a match, which Perfect. you would think, holy crap. That's a big match. Know. Yeah. The man, be- the animal. Yeah. Versus Roman Reigns. Versus Roman Reigns, who's awesome. Uh, we had Nikki Bella versus Natalia. Nikki won. It was just so kind two of a, women's matches tonight. Yeah, there have been two in the last couple of months or so. Like every, yeah, every really show. they pushing this women's division. I like uh, to see that. And on SmackDown too, occasionally. Women know how to you wrestle. Uh, Nikki won. I mean, there wasn't much to it. It was a quick, quick yeah. match. Not much to speak of. Sure. Uh, Sheamus beat Curtis Axel. Sheamus is the new, the new United States champion. He uh, won a quick match, just like right. quick, like less than a yeah. minute. Uh, maybe two. Yeah, he took the belt. There from were a couple exchanges here and there, but uh, he won with a clover leaf submission. Sheamus did. Um, just, uh, um, just a quick match. You know, a couple minutes. That seemed to be the theme on this show. There were a lot of just quick. I noticed that happening a lot on the weekly shows yeah. lately. They they tend to shorten the matches a little bit um, uh-huh. to I think just make more room for the pay per views to have awesome matches. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot more story development than uh, direct competition. And uh, yeah, it's not that bad if you watch the. If you watch the special events as well. Yeah. But I think uh, your weekly uh, viewers, your casual viewers, might be kind of getting the short end of the stick here. Yeah. Because these matches are just all short. They're all short. They're quick. There's about. some DQs. You know, some of them have DQs. More DQs so. than I've ever seen in wrestling yeah. these past couple of weeks. So uh, we had, we had, we had, like I said, we had Sheamus versus Curtis Axel, but Ryback was out Ryback there too. So out. Ryback, he, he had been at ringside. Curtis's and, tag team partner. Uh-huh. And uh, so he challenged Sheamus to a match, and Sheamus... Sheamus beat Ryback, but this match was a little bit more uh, entertaining, a little bit more fast-paced, a little bit more energetic, especially out of Ryback. Uh, yeah, Ryback's been a little stiff falls. lately. Yeah, well, he's just been kind of just, you know, phoning it in for the last year. Sort so. of underutilized. He was really yeah. over at first, the feed me more thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember going, ago, yeah. going to SmackDown a while ago, and Ryback comes out, and all the little kids are screaming, yeah. feed me more. And Now, he's now been kind of, his he's, feud's been, his push has been just kind of derailed. They had Sort of with uh, Curtis Axel, you know, Ryback Axel. So yeah. That's been kind of cool. They make a good team. They do make a good team. But Ryback was supposed to be a real contender back in the day yeah. when he first came out. I mean, he, I thought he was, he was... Now no one views him as that. I thought he was on track honestly. for a world title, you know? Yeah. No, I think a lot of people did, but then WWE just got cold feet and said, "We're not gonna, we're not gonna run with a Ryback." Yeah, Ryback's you know? a terrible name, though. It's just like, it what is, is he supposed name. to be? I don't get it. And he kept getting compared to Goldberg, which Goldberg, doesn't happen. Batista, same, doesn't happen anymore. Same but, concept. Uh, but point is, is that Sheamus beat Ryback too. He beat Good. both of these. Glad to see Sheamus coming back. I mean, he he's been kind of on the on the edge lately. He hasn't been getting too much exposure, and to uh, put the belt on him, the United States title, and, uh, you know, bring him back in, in you know, two title defenses in one night. Yeah. I think they're really no, trying to No, it wasn't title defenses. It, was, it wasn't title defenses. It was just two singles Well, matches. just have two matches, yeah. even, in, in, in the same night like that. I think they're really trying to bring back Sheamus. Um, yeah. Bringing him back, because he's, he's a great competitor. I mean, a couple weeks ago, he was great. on, like, the pre-show panel, and now he's got the U.S. title. Like, you know, <laughs> give him, now keep going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but that's a whole other issue about WWE. Like, oh, let's go with this guy, and then they'll drop him. In, you know, within a week or so. Not even sometimes. Like, they'll yeah. put, kill the push dead. <laughs> so that's a whole other issue. But Okay, so uh, after that, there was uh, Daniel Bryan, um, Stephanie McMahon segment. Yeah. She's, she, uh, she said, oh, yeah, I've got something gonna, to tell you about your title reign. Which obviously going to try to use this against him to yeah. uh, to uh, take the belt away from him. Uh-huh. Um, 
very much failed on multiple levels trying to get it from him in competition. Stephanie yeah. Main is continuing to try this campaign to just get it off on a technicality, which yeah. would anger a lot of fans, would uh, weaken weakens the well, integrity of the belt itself. Well, and now that we know that Daniel Bryan will legitimately be out of action, yeah. uh, Stephanie said, yeah, I think I have something to tell you about your title reign, which they, they teased this whole thing about Will he be stripped of the title or not? Uh, Kane dragged a lifeless Daniel Bryan out of, from the uh, from the back, and then Bryan got taken in on an ambulance. Stephanie got in the ambulance with Bryan. Nikki or no Bree, excuse me, was yelling at her, and it's just like this. Why Stephanie, who is supposedly this her, his mortal enemy over the past eight months? Yeah, why'd you get why she's in, in the ambulance and showing? You know, we all know sincere concern, but like yeah. I, this storyline, it's so goofy. It's, it's so, so confusing, weird. Yeah. yeah. Daniel Bryan, he's been booked. He has had, and I guess we'll come back. To, I want to come back to all of this, uh, the way his title reign has been booked. Uh, but we had this segment about Daniel Bryan being taken away in an ambulance after Kane dragged him, you know, from yeah. the back. I'm, uh, I, I'm worried to see. I hope that I, the neck injury stuff is going to be okay for payback. Yeah. I'm, it would really be terrible if they just gave the belt to Kane. Or just stripped him of the belt, but we'll come back to this. Well, then they might uh, have to have a tournament, which would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, we had Ziggler versus Fandango. Uh, there was uh, a lot of quick action, yeah, a lot of reversals yeah. and counters. I'm sure uh, it was a fun match to watch and everything, you know, but, you know. I and mean, see, that's how far. What does far, this have to do with anything? But see, that's, that's uh, he's Ziggler won. He won with the zigzag against Fandango. But uh, that reaction, he just did, is kind of the reaction of a lot of people. It's just like, well, man, Dolph Ziggler. A year or two ago, he was on top of the, the world. world. He was champion. world champion, cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase the day after WrestleMania, and the crowd loved it, thought it was awesome, and then two months later he got a concussion, and it's, he's just been right. on the doghouse ever since. And that reaction right there is just like a people, lot of these, a lot people of these, have no reason to care about well, those. A lot of these new guys anymore. have kind of been pushed aside for, you know, Evolution and Triple H bringing back all the key players yeah. from 10 years ago and bringing back yeah. Kane. Yeah. And there's really not a lot of room right now bringing back Rob Van Dam and everything. Yeah. There's really not a lot of room right now for guys like Dolph Ziggler. There should be. It's kind of a shame. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy had a lot of momentum going up there, uh-huh. and it just seems they've kind of puttered out like a lot of guys. They're, a lot of the new wrestlers, they're sort of being ignored and underutilized right now. Yeah. For the well, and Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler isn't new. He's been around for years. Right. It's just... Well, he's, it, it's he's just, a newer... I, I'm just the glad crowd, they got rid of the Miz. The crowd, huh? I'm just glad they got rid of the Miz. Yeah, well, I mean, if you had to pick Dolph Ziggler or the Miz, who would ever be getting a better He's push? Which Dolph one Ziggler. would you exactly? Because Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler, he got this promo a few months ago, and it was really awesome. He cut this backstage promo that it was on the app that hardly anybody saw, which is unfortunate. Uh, but he was just like this really impassioned. Like, there's things I can do that nobody else can do. There's, you know, I go out there and I work, you know, a media stretch for 12 hours and then go out and wrestle. And I, you know, I do it to the best of my ability. He was just like pissed off, right? You know, and he he's it. like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And this deserves is a, a bigger push. He does, and he it's like it. it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, he won a match, which probably is the first time in, I can't remember, mm-hmm. but like maybe on Superstars. I don't watch Superstars, mm-hmm. but I just think like it's such a shame that right. Dolph Ziggler is. Well, back when back, he, he's back, a great, he's great at what he does. You had guys like The Rock you know. or Triple H or Stone Cold. They get on he's top, got the and they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't lower them down to middle mm-hmm. card after they've been on the top. And yeah. Hogan, Hulk Hogan, obviously. I mean, when someone gets to the top and they win a match at WrestleMania and then take the title, they, you know, I mean, they, they should really ideally try to maintain there would be, that. Exactly. Ideally, there would be big things ahead for so and so, whoever it is. Yeah. And yeah, it's unfortunate that two months later, Dolph Ziggler got a concussion. 
you know, that's just terrible luck. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, well, that's, you know, injuries are injuries. Yeah, but, you know... I just think like, and, and this just goes back to what I was saying a few minutes ago about about WWE being all all super stoked on a wrestler, you know. In this case in point, Dolph Ziggler, they were super stoked on him, gave him the world championship after he cashed in the bank, the money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Then two months later, he got a concussion, which I'm sure he had no control over. You know Absolutely what I, you know what yeah, I mean? It's an unfortunate like, break for yeah. a rising star. And, then, you and know? then after that happens. They just say, "Oh, we're done with you. We're not gonna. We're not gonna yeah. mess with you anymore. We're not gonna keep going." We're gonna bring with you. back some old guys. Yeah. you know, Triple and it, H. It's, and it's, it's it's infuriating. Where it's like, yeah, he won a match here, but like, he needs more. He do? deserves yeah. more. He and I think he. Well, I'm hoping he'll get a piece. I mean, I they had him so. cutting promos with Hugh Jackman. That was great. I mean, that was a little more exposure for Dolph. Yeah. And um, yeah, I really think. I'm really starting to see, you're starting to see maybe that they're gonna give him a more of a. Push. I hope so. You know, and that happened a couple weeks ago where he won a match or two, but then like. He went back to doing nothing. So, yeah. well, we'll I don't see. know. Maybe he's just internally in the doghouse in WWE. We'll like, see. There's no way he can do whatever he wants and say whoever he wants because he how lower how much lower can he go? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But uh, so we're more, gonna, more we're gonna move the, on here. More with Alexander Rusev here. Now he's going taking the fight to Hacksaw Jim Duggan, uh-huh. one of the biggest patriots in wrestling. You know, yeah. American oh. two by four you know, yeah. coming into the ring, flying the the, the Union Jack, and uh, you know now Rusev is no, uh, not the Union Jack, the, the U.S. Flag. Yeah, the U.S. Yeah. Flag. Stars and stripes, my bad. Yeah, and uh, he comes out and uh, gets a USA chink on, and then Rusev, obviously the xenophobe, the uh, the Russian, the Russian Bulgarian now build. now build from Russia with every match being you know as a tribute to Vladimir Putin yeah. just to get him yeah. over, which. Okay. Great politics. Yeah. I, mean, I love the political angel. Like, yeah. We haven't seen that kind of thing in a while. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh it's, it's been quite a long time. Yeah. Usually it's like a it's just a grudge that people have personally, but now this is actually getting into politics. When, Who's going to step in and stop Rusev? It's going to have to be some kind of patriot. Yeah. Well, now we have Big, the, Big E came out and made the save to save Hagsaw okay. from a beatdown from Rusev, which now, like we had been saying a couple weeks before, I think last week, the week before. And I think a lot of people picked up on this too. Just on, it's pretty obvious that Rusev had been squashing dudes for weeks. Yeah. Uh, and now he's gonna Big fe- e. now he's gonna feud with Big E. Nobody squashes Good. Big E. Finally, you know, I think Big E's a very worthy competitor yeah. for Rusev, and I think Big E can maybe even put him over a little bit more. I hope so. We'll you know, see. I I uh, I hope they have a good feud. You know, mm-hmm. I think they're too pretty agile. Like, yeah, you know, they have agility, they have power, they have speed. They have, it's uh, a very even match. They could go out the top row if they can, yeah. you know, move quick. Both of them, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a, an exciting match. That would be an exciting feud. See that yeah. payback. That'd be awesome. You know, I, I just hope. You know, I think I we had said before too that that in some cases when when Rusev had been just doing these squash matches that like he had, Lana was more over than he was. Yeah. And like now, yeah, that's all well and good. Like she's awesome. I think she's great. But he needs to be. Over himself as just this monster beat, you know, beat yep. down heel guy, and yep. just, you know, but now he'll have a good competitive feud with, with uh, Big E. Yeah, you know, I'd like to see Big E being uh, managed by Hacksaw. Really, coming out, coming out to the ring to face Rusev. Really, you know, I want to go all the way with this American thing. I mean, Hacksaw's got to come waving the flag. Yeah, supporting. Uh, Big E at Did you know he was the first ever Royal Rumble winner? Yep. Yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, first yeah. ever Royal Rumble winner. Yeah. And Rusev thinks he can disrespect Hacksaw. Hacksaw's yeah. not going down without a fight. Yeah. And uh, he's a little older, so it's good that he's got someone like Big E in his corner to uh, get get through the grudge. And I'm willing to bet we'll probably see we'll probably see Big E versus Rusev and some we're obviously going to see it, but with Hacksaw in, involved in either in the corner of Big E. And you don't some, know what's going to you know, happen. Uh, 
I've seen that before a billion times from this company. So, <laughs> so that's we'll see. Uh, we had Cody Rhodes beat Damian Sandow. Poor, right. poor Damian Sandow. Sandow can't. comes and tries to cut a promo, gets interrupted. He's <laughs> he, all upset. He cut about a promo that. on the uh, uh, the uh, app pre-show, the WWE yeah. Raw pre-show, saying he cut this like pipe bomb kind Biggest of promo mouthpiece. where he where he just he just shot his mouth off where he was just like, man, you know, I he trashed the segment he was like literally trash you know the segment he was doing yeah trashed it and just like you know you could obviously tell it was part of the show but like also it's just like this idea that give you know Dolph or uh, uh Sam is another Sandow. new guy that needs a push he deserves it he's, he's you know he's, well and that's the thing he's not new and he's been around forever yeah you know he's been around for a long time been in this been in WWE for a long time okay and he was partnered with Cody Rhodes. He faced Cody Rhodes here. He used to be partnered with Cody Rhodes as the Rhodes Scholars. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> their match at SummerSlam last year to break the two up uh, was pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. But Cody Rhodes, he beat Damian Sandow. He had the disaster kick for the win. Uh, Another pretty but, quick match, I think. Yeah. I mean, we're just trying to – I think they're just kind of developing rivalries right now. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll see – maybe we'll see Cody and uh, Sandow at uh, Payback. Who knows? Yeah. Well, then we've also got this idea of, like, Goldust and Cody Rhodes, right. like, kind of friction. It's s- kind of splitting. So, yeah. you know, we'll see maybe a triple threat match. Possibly, maybe, uh, yeah. Maybe they'll bear the hatchet. Who knows? It's possible. Anything can happen. You know, I, I just feel so bad for Damian Sandow because his, his, in, his intellectual, like, his, whole, uh, his, his intellectual gimmick, savior his of the masses. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, that was cool. You know, he cuts and, very good promos. He's he real does. articulate on the mic. I mean, I think he'd be a contender for a, for a title belt pretty soon here. You know, you, you would think. They've been giving you know, him a lot of exposure. I mean, well, we'll see if he can all be, this kind of whiny exposure where he's like, man, I, I want to, you know, I want to be able to do whatever. Yeah. And, and like, well, they've been kind of making him more of a comedic. more of a Yeah, when comedian. he came out, the Magneto thing. The Magneto thing. That was, you know? I mean, it was funny at the time. But when you think about what that means for the career of someone like Damien Sandow, uh-huh. that's, that's just painful to watch. That'll be on his best of TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had so our final main event, we finally saw Reigns versus Batista. Well, we almost got Reigns versus Batista. We almost, yeah. Uh, the match turned into a brawl pretty much right away, which mm-hmm. it, then it was just not a match at all. Stephanie sent all the sent heels all the out to attack the shield. How many yeah. guys do you think there were? Like I don't 11 know, or 12? Probably. Yeah. Uh, These people but, have no soul. Um, know, just they, have no, they just can't stand a worthy competition. Yeah. They just want to be in power. Well, Dominant had, female who always, had, always Rain, comes out on top. We had uh, Reigns and The Shield, Ambrose and, and Rollins, grab chairs and just beat down everybody else uh, who were trying to attack them with chairs. Perfect, and, perfect. Uh, we had them standing tall. Um, so this, again, kind of uh, puts together the Shield Evolution feud, mm-hmm. uh, showing that... That the shield, yeah, they they they've been attacked by groups of guys like this, like eight or eight oh, or ten yeah. guys, like for oh, yeah. weeks now, and like they usually come out on top. Yeah, you know, they do. I mean, uh, yeah. Ambrose obviously lost the belt in that big match for the United States title. He doesn't need it, but he didn't need the belt. No. And anytime um, the authority tries to put up a bunch of guys to take down the shield, they usually are able to come out come out on top, yeah. get some kind of respite. I mean, these guys are scrappers. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing that, that you can really do to them to take them out of the ring. I mean, they're they're such a good team. I mean, they're like one of the one of the greatest greatest three person factions I think we've seen in a long time. Yeah, in ring ability, ever. personality, and just their their fighting instinct. You know, they never ruthless aggression was a big term they yeah. used to use back in the day. And yeah, I think Shield embodies that. Yeah, uh, so we had the updated payback card: John Cena versus Bray Wyatt in a, a last man standing that's match. That's gonna be and, interesting. And uh, we have to pull out all the stops. That's the first match announced, but we probably 
more than likely we'll see Shield versus Evolution in a rematch in some capacity, either three yep. on three or or uh, uh, one on one on one three matches. Uh, um, and we will have some. We have like we have some other matches developing. Uh, Shield Evolution, that's a powder keg. I mean, these guys are yeah. angry. At first, if, if I think they, the Shield is. I think Evolution's starting to realize that these guys are competitors. Yeah. And that they can't just put them down. If they can top what they H. did at Extreme Rules, where mm-hmm. Seth Rollins diving off the crowd and all yeah. that stuff, and like. You know this big brawl. If they can top that, kudos. But like, I just feel like Triple H is getting back into her corner, and you know what he yeah. does when he gets back into her corner. You he'll know, do he something out, stupid. Comes out swinging with a sledgehammer. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, he'll do rest. something stupid, or he'll come out with a sledgehammer. King of Kings yeah. is gonna is gonna be getting desperate. I mean, yeah. he's got to be starting to get desperate. Cerebral Assassin always tries to pull some strings, and uh, yeah. I'm just interested to see what shape that takes. Yeah. Uh, so we've got some. So that was a also little, a little bit of news. news. Yep. Uh, Daniel Bryan, like we mentioned earlier, he's going to be out with a neck injury. We don't know uh, how long. We don't know what's wrong. It could exactly. be six to eight weeks. The ProWrestlingInsider.com is okay. Mike Johnson at Pro Wrestling Insider is reporting it's about six to eight yeah. weeks, but we won't know till we know on Thursday so when he has surgery. Are we going to uh, see a title match at Payback or not? From him? Just in general, yeah. I mean, what's going to happen? Something's got to happen. Is I the doubt belt it. not going to be on the line at Payback? It's possible. That's the that's last time that didn't happen where they had a pay-per-view match with no title, with no WWE title defense, was that I remember CM Punk was injured. It was December of, uh, in 2012. A mm-hmm. couple uh, years ago. Uh, when he was on his, like, year, still in the beginning of his year-long title reign. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, maybe it was 13. Uh, December 2013. It was the Slammy show. Comes out and he's on crutches and they ultimately he didn't defend the belt. Uh, and that was the first time in a long time where they didn't have the title. Well, I mean, I know. guess, you know, it bodes well for Daniel Bryan that they left the belt on uh, CM Punk when he was injured. So hopefully they yeah. can at least give well, him a chance. Well, CM Punk is, an out, is super outspoken and, yeah, you know, yeah. has built into his contract. He can kind of have a little bit of leeway. Well, you I just know, hope Daniel they give Bryan, that to Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is notorious. And this is kind of, in a lot of ways, it's a little bit of a detriment. Because in pro wrestling, you know, you have to kind of look out for yourself. Yeah. You know, you have to do everything you can. It's probably, it's a very selfish, you know, business. Well, Triple yeah. H talks about it all the time. Yeah, it's just one, uh, you're just one guy. It's not like you're on a team or anything. Yeah. Um, a lot of and them he, are independent contractors, too. They don't even really do, officially do you guys? work yeah, for them. Yeah, they all are, yeah. yeah they're, they're kind of on their own. You sign the dot, that's what they do when they sign the dotted line. But Daniel Bryan, you know, he he's kind of notorious for just, like, He'll do what they say. We'll yeah. Creative well, we say. know that he's not very and outspoken about no. where he thinks his character should go. That's why he's taken him so long to be on the top. He says, "Yeah, I'm very patient." You know, he yeah. like, said that in interviews. It's like that's in a lot of ways that's commendable, but also, you know, if you want to get somewhere, you gotta be aggressive. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. So, but he's gonna be out six to eight weeks, and and I hope he comes back sooner. I bet he's not a super Cena where. You know, he's supposed to be out two months. He comes back in three weeks or something. Right. You know, but... We'll uh, see, though. He's got to come back or something's got to happen because that belt cannot go undefended for eight weeks. Yeah. That would... I mean, I know we're proud of Daniel Bryan and everything for getting it, but... Yeah. Got to move on. If he's not going to be able to defend it, then he should have to... Get, I mean, it's, an, in, it's an injury, man. You can have this great moment at WrestleMania, but if you're if you're injured and you're... you're essentially, your livelihood is at stake. Yeah. And your, your life career is at stake. Right. That matters more than some silly belt. Well, yeah, you neck injury is real serious. You know what I mean? Serious, in the long, you know, t- long run. You could die from that, yeah. Exactly. You don't, you know, who would want to die for a, a, a you know, a belt? Yeah, and, you mean, know what I mean? Like, Yeah, you can always come back and get the belt again. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to put his life at risk to yeah. uh, just to hold on to it. I, I, I want to talk a little bit about the, the way they book this kind of okay. Daniel Bryan's feud here. Because it's been kind of weird. Yeah. They've had, you know, him feuding with Kane, which 
that's okay. They should have had one match at this pay-per-view and, and uh, had it be done that way. And I guess, remember how I said... Uh, Batista originally said, oh, I don't really want to work with Dan Bryan. Apparently, mm. that's not the case. Oh. Uh, I guess... Uh, Been hearing more about it? Uh, yeah, I heard a little bit more about it and from the sources on like PW Insider and a few other ones, Mike Johnson and some of the more legitimate sources. Because, uh, granted, everything you hear about on the internet as far as pro wrestling is concerned, take with a grain of salt. A lot of rumors, a lot of gossip. Yeah. But, uh, we're hearing now that Batista's okay with working with Dan Bryan. But then... But then uh, he's just going to be leaving to go promote his Galaxy and the Galaxies Guardian movie. So he's now we have this Daniel Bryan Kane feud, but now Daniel Bryan's injured. So we have this weird like, what are they going to do? We're not sure what's going to happen. Up in the air. Well, that's wrestling for you. I mean, it that's is. WWE. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. Uh, we've had you know Kane and Daniel Bryan basically doing like a a D level horror movie kind of yeah, like, it, acting. It, it, great and, like, scenes. I mean, I love that when uh, Kane was dragging Brie Bella under the ring. That was. But awesome. then freaking. Brie Bella, like, they're trying to drive out. Brian's trying to leave in their car. Mm-hmm. Car won't start. Uh-huh. And, like, Brie Bella's, like, ah, it's screaming and, like, terrible. Just, you know, like, it's so goofy. It it's is like, really they booked the world champion to run away from Kane. Yeah. The guy he had just beaten, hit him with a tire iron, lit him on fire, all this other stuff. Book your world champion right. to run away from your Well, he's trying to protect his wife. But, we understand but, that, but come on. We understand that, but you're the world come champion. Stone Cold wouldn't put up with that. Exactly. Stone Cold would take his wife home, go back to the arena, and, and take out Kane. Exactly. You know, just forget your forget your problems. He's been booked so, so like a wuss. Yeah, you know? stand up for yourself, Brian. Stand I know Brian's a smaller yourself. guy, and he's never really he hasn't. This is kind of the first time he's got the spotlight, and um, um, he needs to step it up. Well, when he faced John Cena at SummerSlam, he seemed pretty confident in yeah. confident in the co-main event role where he he and Cena were in the main event, and now Brian is the main event. Brian is the guy, and yeah. it's like they're booked him. And the conspiracy theorist in me is just like you're booking your world champion to look like a goofball. Are yeah. you doing that on purpose? It's a disservice you know, to the belt. It is more than anything. You know, but I hope he's he's had the work. He's had a, the first couple of weeks, uh, a few months ago, were great. Yeah. Then his father unfortunately passed away. He was he you know he got injured now, and he's been booked to look totally you know ridiculous. weak and ridiculous. And it, it's just been this like you know. Avalanche. Uh-huh. He's at the bottom of the avalanche where it's just going to be piled on of all this junk that's totally ruining this awesome, this what could be great title reign. And yep. yeah, an injury is an injury. You know, you have to deal with that first and foremost. Sure. Uh, but it couldn't have come at a worse It's just time. a shame. It was really time for him to step yeah. it up and have a good, a good match at, pay, at a payback and then at SummerSlam. And if he can't do that, it's, like, it's it, going to be over. It's like this, okay? You've had eight months of Brian, you know, he... He won the belt for a day a couple of times back sure. in the fall. Yeah. But then, like, you know, it was this big chase to win the belt. And then he finally wins the belt. At and then rest, two the months later, within, within, two, within two months, it all He's unraveled. got a neck injury. He's running away from Kane. I mean. And it's like, it's just like. If you can't, if you can't compete in the ring you know, and save a little bit more face and get yeah. a little more momentum for his abilities and everything like that, then I, I mean, I, I don't see why they'd keep the belt on him. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was a. I, and I don't want to say it, but he could be a flash in the pan. A he bit. could. You know, it's just like an unfortunate I mean, series of events, man. Yeah. You know, couldn't be a worse timing for that. So what was uh, what was Red Eye writing about uh, CM Punk? Uh, Red Eye, the magazine in Chicago. Moving on with the uh, news here. Natalie Slater, uh, CM Punk's 
one of his friends and former oh, okay. girlfriend. She a friend wrote a column. Uh, she didn't address Punk by name, but everybody knew what she was talking about. Yeah, uh, saying that Punk he can't go anywhere. He can't leave his house. He's not in the. He's not in the business anymore. No. He's just trying to live his he, life. She said he is retired. People still recognize him, and he's really having a hard time dealing with celebrity. Uh, and that's always dangerous when he you says, have someone who's famous who doesn't want to be. In this article, he said, "Yeah, you know, Natalie." Uh, Slater said to him, you know, why, you, why don't you get a bodyguard? And he said, I don't need a bodyguard. Why would I want somebody following me around forever? Right. And, like, he's so, you Someone who's so outspoken, he's a very private guy. Yes. Always always yeah. complaining he didn't get enough exposure. <laughs> always saying that he deserved more attention. And um, now that he's got it, he doesn't want it anymore. So, in a lot of ways, it's like, dude. You, get over yourself. You si- get over yourself and you signed up for it. Yeah. You're the WWE champion. You are the focus of a multi-million dollar company. I mean, company. anything he got to spend. I mean, Hulk, every, you can imagine Hulk Hogan. Everyone uh, recognizes Hogan. Everybody Hogan, recognizes Stone if, Cold. I mean, I don't even think he's that famous. I yeah. don't even see what the problem is, really. I think he's got a mild amount of attention. Uh, um, he's probably living pretty well, humbly in Chicago. And two, though, and, and two, though, you know, yeah, you you know, in the grand scheme of celebrity, yeah, he's probably not that famous. But, sure. But two wrestling fans, famous the enough. guy is... Way up there. I mean, is he going to be a wrestler or not? Is he quitting altogether? He just know. doesn't want to get in the just, ring anymore. You know, stuff like this. I think he's just you know, burned out. I think yeah. he's just burned out. Yeah. And it's 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 on one hand it's sad, but on the other hand, you sign you know you signed up for this when you when you work for the WWE, when you work for you know any major wrestling company, there's going to people going to be people that notice you. Yeah. You know, not you know if you're an amateur wrestler like an indie wrestler, there might be people that notice you. But when you're the seven time world champion. Of the WWE, the like the world's largest, most yeah. well-known wrestling company. Yeah, people are going to notice you, and people are going to pay attention to you. They're going to, and it's unfortunate that people are stalking the guy. Nobody should <laughs> deserve that. No, yeah. You know, people Agreed. are like watching him, pay, wait for him to take out the trash, and like you know, just get a glimpse of him. And it's like, dude, it's just, it's just. On one hand, you signed up for it, but on the other hand, nobody deserves he's that. He's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of good you points. Know. You know, I mean, he should be able to live his life. He kind of had a yeah. tenuous. He kind of left the business tenuously. He kind of had some problems. Yeah. At the backstage politics and all that, and I think he just wants to get away from it. Yeah. Um, you know, CM Punk obviously a lot of experience. You know, in independent circuits and on uh, you know, Ring of Honor and all that WWE, stuff. WWE. Yeah. And, and, but in, when you when you go to WWE, it's a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you're on cable television like you're twice on a week. Cable television. You're on pay per view. You're you have a nice house. You have a big bus. You know, you if you he has a bus. He talks about it in his documentary. Yeah. You have a big bus. People are going to notice that. Yeah. It's just like, I, I don't know. I I don't want to repeat myself, but but I, think, I hope I think CM Punk is revealing a lot of things, a lot of cynicism in the business, and yeah. um, a lot of justified you know I- issues with yeah. how how wrestlers are treated. You know what goes on with them, and uh, you know when someone is built up to be a celebrity like that, and then they're just dropped. Like, how does uh, that happen? Well, he doesn't didn't just drop. He 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 wasn't dropped by them. He dropped right. them. But how does that happen? You know, how does that kind of conflict sort of happen where someone is one day a big big time wrestler, really excited about it, holding the belt, and then the next second, the company wants nothing to do with them. CM you Punk, know? man, he he's just he's you a know big draw. he's a big draw, but he's also he's also like. Just really, he's almost to a fault, to a fault being too outspoken. Yeah. Like, you know, he he gets, and granted, I've never met CM Punk. I've never, I probably never will meet CM Punk. I just think it just, you know, screams of just a little bit of hypocrisy to me that, or just kind of, you know, hindsight. Twenty hindsight is twenty twenty. Well, obviously, you know? I think CM Punk's probably regretting a lot of choices he made. It's possible. You know, he's made a lot of money. He lives comfortably, so yeah. I'm sure he's not. But now he can't that. even wrestle, and people are still stalking him. I mean, poor guy. You know? That's yeah. That nobody. Well, and 
on, on, like I said, on one hand, nobody deserves that level of, of stalking. Sure. Nobody does. Not well, any celebrity. Nobody does. But on the other hand, you know, it's just deal with it. Yeah. You know, and I, and we'll move on. But I just wanted to comment on that because it just seemed it just seemed kind of. I mean, we, I think CM never... Punk is a black eye in the whole industry. It's just uh, mm-hmm. the way that they were unable to utilize a talent, and that talent knew that they had talent and that they were worth it, and yeah. uh, they he was he... underutilized. He was booked in second, second, second last tier matches, main events, second yeah. tier main events, the world title on the line, uh-huh. and they got to develop their storylines and bring back yeah. these old school he guys just, and have them rival each other. thing he never got to do, at least until you know, maybe he'll come back. We don't know. Maybe in the he future. Never got to headline WrestleMania. Never got the headline WrestleMania. Even though he, he he's done everything else in the defended it at WrestleMania. He had a title match at WrestleMania. And it was not the main event. No, that's a problem. That's yeah. WWE's fault. It they, is WWE's they fault. They should have made him the star. He deserved you know, it. He's a just, great wrestler. They, they have this weird trepidation where it's like, right. it's like, oh, he's making us a lot of money. One of the top, still one of the top merchandise sellers for that company. Well, yeah. Now, I mean, nowadays you got a lot of these uh, wrestlers like Triple H and Kane and those kind of guys that are, you know, they've been there much longer and they right. have relationships with the writing staff and you know, it's just safer, I think. Yeah. To not risk it by putting someone like Daniel Bryan or uh, CM Punk on the top level. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see. I hope CM Punk will return someday. He's uh, great speaking wrestler. of top level guys, we're going to talk about uh, John Cena. A little C- bit about John, John Cena. Cena our He's been going wrestler. through some interesting things lately. I, yeah. mean, I think it's finally, you know, obviously John Cena is a pretty, uh, pretty typical wrestler to want to profile. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's, you know, everyone knows about John Cena, but yeah. I think right now is a very good time to talk about him because yeah. uh, he's going through some, some stuff with. Uh, with the White family, with the Wyatt, and yeah. it's just it's just typical John Cena. Um, he cares so much about his fans, about the kids, yeah. and um, I, it's just it's a good time to talk about him. like what is what is the deal with John Cena? Yeah, like, John Cena. He uh, he's from West Newbury, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started wrestling in 1999 at the Ultimate Pro Wrestling School in uh, in uh, California. Uh, debuted on WWE television. Oh, I remember this later. match. He was obnoxious. He slapped Kurt Angle in the yeah. face, then rolled him up and. Uh, well, him. he took advantage of Vince McMahon's uh, ruthless aggression. You mentioned it earlier, the yeah. ruthless aggression speech. He, yeah. he took advantage of this and faced Kurt Angle, and 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 uh, I think in hindsight, you look back and you watch it. Uh, it's like. They had been grooming him for at least, but I think is they had yeah. been grooming him for success. You knew, from day you one. knew after that happened that you know? he was going to be a big guy. Yeah, then he come out with the crowd life, on his first match. His first match, you can't see Kurt me. Angle was chanting, you know, for John Cena. And it's like you got the crowd behind you in your first match or in your basic, you know, vanilla trunks or whatever Job, jobber outfit. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's like you know this guy's destined for something. And a few years later. You know, he had, I think later this year, he had debuted his his, uh, his uh, uh, rapper gimmick, his word life gimmick. And, you, you and I thought some of, those, some of those raps were entertaining. It was, his, it was actually really cool. It was yeah, very refreshing. We hadn't, I don't think, seen an MC uh, wrestler like that. No, that not was as successful, that wasn't just about the promos that could actually yeah. back it up in the ring. And it was a way, I think, WD really modernized themselves. And, he, and the thing is, too, to is he had took advantage of a, of a skill, a legitimate skill that he has, is rapping, mm-hmm. freestyling. Mm-hmm. And, and... That's when you know when you have a good a good character, good good personality. Just comes naturally. Just comes naturally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cut a lot of great, a lot of great hilarious. Oh, he still does cut a lot of great promos. Uh, I mean, he's yeah. great. He's a great promo. That's kind yeah. of his main his main thing. I think that is what is really the appeal of John Cena is uh-huh. his personality. Uh, so he, uh, won, he won the first title from Bradshaw at WrestleMania twenty one. Yeah. So you know when you win the, when you win your first belt at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's got to be a big deal. You know. That's you know. I'm, Kind of the same thing with Daniel Bryan. That's why we're so impassioned about Bryan getting yeah. a bigger push, even though he did win it. Because you win that title at the grandest stage of them all. That's, I mean, that's a boyhood dream. Yeah. That's like well, at the, time, at the time, there were two titles. 
Now there's only one. But at the time, there were the world the world heavyweight title, which mm-hmm. Batista won on that WrestleMania 21 show in the main event. Uh, JBL lost his title to John Cena yeah. earlier in the show. Uh, but that would start, so you know. Here we are about a decade later. About a decade later, John Cena's 14 time world champion. World ch- he's like rivaling uh, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, yeah. He's coming close to the he's record. Coming close, I know yeah. he's number two. I looked out, I was reading about that the other day. Uh-huh. He's got the number two. He's uh, overtook Triple H, I think, who has 12. 13. Really? Yep. Wow. 14-time world champion, three world heavyweight, 11 uh, WWE championships. Yep. Face of the WWE. He's the face of the WWE, does all the charity work, yep. has a lot of promos with little kids, um, really a big part of them trying to make wrestling that, more of a family-friendly, more yep. of a broad base. That audience. is why, like a couple of years ago, I think maybe last year, they had like one of the make, a few Make-A-Wish kids, like one of their like, wishes was to like come out to John Cena's entrance music at a Raw show or something. Mm-hmm. And like... That's why he'll never turn heel. Like the guy, he just, I mean, from a from a just a humanitarian standpoint, it's sort of locked him in this thing where these you know, kids are going to yeah. believe it. And if he goes heel, what is he going to do? He's going to have to like tell everyone to give up, and he's yeah. gonna, they're going to lose that positive message. So I think John Cena himself has kind of been backed into a corner with this positive yeah. gimmick, but. You know, just imagine if he did like an NWO Hogan thing where Hogan said, I could stick it to the fans, brother. And like, imagine, I can't even imagine. John Cena turns Cena on the fans. I can't yeah. imagine that. Yeah. Not after this Wyatt thing. I mean, maybe if he yeah. loses this whole feud with the Wyatts, he'll be a little bit more cynical about yeah. the people around him. Um, he's had some great, speaking of feuds, he's had some really good feuds. His first match for the WWE title was in 2003 against Brock Lesnar. Uh, he, this was notable. He lost, but this was notable because he debuted the. The uh, uh, FU fireman's carry, right, which was similar to Brock Lesnar's, is uh, F five. Uh-huh, it was the a parody FU, of that. It was a parody. It was yeah. so great when a yeah. wrestler makes a parody move like that, and then that move sticks for so long. Yeah. Now, now called the attitude adjustment. Uh, he had his, like we mentioned, his world title feud against JBL, uh, where she won. Um, right. Whoops. It was a JBL. Um, yeah, I mean, John Cena's always, you know, when he when he faces JBL, when he faces Brock Lesnar, those are always hard, hard, really hard fart victories. Uh-huh. I mean, the guy can't be counted out. He's got he's a chiseled physique, yeah, strong as hell. I mean, he can he can throw someone up on his shoulders from any position. Yeah, I mean, you've seen him the crossbody coming off the top rope. He rolls through, yeah, lifts them up, and it's all over after mm-hmm. that with the attitude adjustment. Uh, he faced move. Edge in two thousand six for the WWE title. Edge cashed in his money in the bank at New Year's Revolution that year. Uh, in January, um, Edge, Cena threw Edge into the Long Island Sound, and like Edge later, he called Cena his greatest rival in the WWE, and it's like, we'll get to this in a second. I want to talk a little bit more about his wrestling ability and his ability to put on. I mean, uh, he took out Shawn Michaels. Matches. He had a great WrestleMania Mr. 23 WrestleMania. match. Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah. Defended the title against jo- against Shawn the Heartbreak Kid Michaels, one yeah. of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Probably my second favorite after Flair. Yeah. And, uh, I mean... Did you ever see that near hour long, you know, hour long just marathon match on Raw they had in London a couple of years ago? Mm. Like, it just went for an hour. They just let him go. Was Cena and Michaels? Cena and Michaels. It was Uh, awesome. No one cuts a pace like the Heartbreak Kid. And uh, John Cena was a very worthy adversary, I think. Think about that, though. An hour. Almost an hour. Including commercial breaks of just straight wrestling between the two. That's Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels was in the first Iron Man match. That... That... Was back when Raw was two hours long, okay? Yeah. An hour of your show, it might have been a three hour special, I don't remember, but yeah. an hour of your show yeah. is dedicated to this match. And the match was really good. The match was awesome. It's still one of the most talked about, like, Raw matches, Raw moments ever. Uh, and against, he faced, we all know about CM Punk in 2011. 
uh, voice of the voiceless CM Punk against the you know prototypical yeah, CM Punk standard came, John Cena. CM Punk came and tried to tear down John Cena as as the kind of the, it was sort of a jock versus geek that kind of thing. A little bit, yeah. And see, um, CM Punk tried to make John Cena out to be overprivileged and yeah. observing, and that he was better. And John Cena just took it and uh, didn't give up. And yeah, and, you know, I mean, yeah, because that's Punk what had he does. For a while, and John Cena up. was injured. He came back. <laughs> yeah. and he won it back. Yeah. And I mean, John Cena. I mean, you can't bust them. They just. CM Punk and, and they had a great a great 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 match uh, for the number one contendership for WrestleMania uh, twenty nine, uh, February twenty five, twenty thirteen on Raw. Uh, Punk he busted out of Tombstone. Crowd didn't the announcers were like, what? He did a Tombstone, and that move has been banned for over a decade. Mm-hmm. Only the Undertaker and Kane are allowed to do it, and he busted it out and like. CM Punk later said, yeah, I was just trying to do everything I could to win the match because they threw everything at each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they just have a great chemistry. You know, yeah, CM Punk, Punk and John Cena just have just this... It's weird because they come from two totally different worlds, but they just mesh really well together when they yeah. wrestle. Well, they're, I think they're definitive of two separate schools of thought. I mean, mm-hmm. you got the littler, quicker guy um, in CM Punk, the more agility, the uh, more martial arts-based. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got John Cena, who's obviously kind of cut from the same cloth as Hogan. Yeah. You know, he's kind of the big macho, yeah. tough guy. And, you know, while we don't want it to be too stereotypical and have these big macho guys always reigning supreme, I mean, I think John Cena has uh, really evolved that kind yeah. of mentality. Because, you know, with Hulk Hogan, it was three punches into the ropes, big boot and the leg drop every yep. single night. Yep. With John Cena, you still get that power, you still get that... Uh, you know, that chiseled yeah. kind of look and feel to him. But um, but you get you get, you get a, a drama. Technical prof- – I mean, he's, he's finishing people off with that uh, STF. You know? STF. I mean, he's a submission wrestler. You know, yeah. Well, he's been just getting, because he has a submission doesn't make him a submission He's been wrestler. doing more and more of that, though. He's yeah. more technically proficient, and I think that uh, CM Punk sort of underestimated him a little bit and thought he was just going to take down a gold god or something. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot more to Cena than, uh, than a lot of people think of. Yeah, and uh, of course he had the, the against the Rock. His rivalry against the Rock, a couple years in the making. The Twitter campaign, you know. the social media. I mean, it was pretty modern. It you was know, uh, they, kind of innovative. Yeah, a once in a lifetime turned into twice in a lifetime, which kind of ruins the whole idea of it being a once in a lifetime match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, they had those matches at WrestleMania twenty eight, twenty nine, and then they also teamed at Survivor Series twenty eleven, leading up to their match at WrestleMania twenty eight. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about, too, is we kind of talked about this a minute ago. You know, is John Cena a good wrestler? You know, because a lot of people like, the, you know, hardcore ECW crowd, you can't wrestle, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think years years and years have gone by of him having these, we were talking about these different views he's had. And all these things have, all these things that come in common, they have in common with each other, they're all super entertaining. Yeah. They're all really well done. They're all. Why are people uh, so hard and, on them? I think just because he seems. Do you think? Do you think cut. guys? Do you think the other guy in the match, Rock, Cena, whoever carries Cena, or do you think? Do you think he's just? Do you think he's I think John a, Cena uh, underappreciated? I think he carries the matches usually. I think it's everyone wants to know: Is John Cena going to get through this? He's got uh, this character where he's up for anything, and yeah. so he'll take on the Rock. He'll take on John Cena. He'll take on Bray Wyatt in a steel cage. It's just the fans, and that's why. When he had that vote a couple weeks on Raw where the audience had to vote should he face one, two, or all three of the Wyatts, mm-hmm. they put all three against them. Not because they wanted him to get beat down, but because they, the audience wants to challenge John Cena. He's got a very complicated relationship with the audience. Yeah. Where it's like sometimes they love him, sometimes they hate him, but they always hold him to a high standard. Yeah. And they always expect the best out of him, and they always try to challenge him and put him through the ringer. Yeah. Because he always comes out of you it know, in I, some I, way. I think uh, Cena... I like John Cena. You know, I, I think, like I said before on a, a previous episode of this, yeah. is that 
if I had to pick a John Cena that I don't like or that I had to pick, yeah, I like the serious, you know, John Cena versus the comedy John Cena. Sure. And when Cena's on his A game, completely A plus, you know, just ready to go. He could be pretty unstoppable. He's, he's great. You know, yeah. I think I think he puts on a great match when he's like that, when he's focused, when he's just on the ball. And he's working with somebody else that came. And, and we've seen, like, him versus Luke Harper or him versus Cesaro a few months ago on Raw were awesome matches, you know. And, yeah, Harper and Cesaro are great wrestlers too. But this chemistry John Cena can pull out of people, you know. And, like I say, it takes, you know, two people to put on a good match. You know, so so there is both sides working together. But... I think John Cena, he's, he's, it's, it's, it's hard to say he's a terrible wrestler because he's just not. No. You know, he's, he's just not a terrible I've wrestler. I've seen him do a drop. He does drop kicks. He can jump in the air. He oh, and the I'm not rope. just talking about technically. I'm just talking about the whole, like, package, the drama. Yeah, I mean, the, it's gotten a little bit. You know? At first, he was very gimmick-oriented. He was mm-hmm. very centered around this rap thing, and that was entertaining. And lately, he's just kind of a hard-working wrestler. Yeah. You know, I mean, he doesn't, he's sort of, gimmick has kind of dis, sort of gone away a little bit. And, like um, you said, he doesn't really have a gimmick. He has jean shorts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it so it's an interesting thing because, uh, you know, is his wrestling and his tenacity enough to carry him without that uh, that built-in uh, entertainment factor? Uh, and, if um, he wasn't the entertainer he was and was just like a wrestler, yeah. he would be a nobody. I think that's why they're putting you him know? up against the Wyatts because the Wyatts, you know, have obviously have the entertainment factor built in, and it's time to see if John Cena can rise above that. Yeah. As he always says. Well, and 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 too though, like. You know, on one hand, I think Cena's great. I I like John Cena. I like his matches, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just think Cena, I think Cena's underappreciated. Or, yeah, Cena's acknowledged countless times that guys hate him. Kids and women love the guy, mm-hmm. you know, and and he's just, he's just a great entertainer. Yeah. You know, the WWE, the whole point of the WWE is to entertain people. He cuts and some of the greatest promos I think we've ever heard. I mean, the guy's a Not a just promos, just everything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a great entertainer. Maybe not the best actor, you know, traditional actor, yeah. per se, but he's just good at what... He's just a good good at what he does. Yeah. You know, and... Can't wait to see, um, you know, how this feud with the Whites is going to yeah. play out. Hopefully we'll see something at Payback. Um, John Cena, obviously, uh, still... Uh, they're still kind of in his head a little bit. We'll yeah. see if he can pull it out, as he always does, and uh, come back on top. Yeah. So, um, yeah, again, this has been the... Um, the Ringmasters with uh, Adrian Hudden. And this is Sean Bradley. And uh, we're just getting ready for payback. So yeah. uh, have a good day, Triple Wass. Thanks.